Michelle, I have fallen off of three stages in my career. Literally <laughs> fallen off the of stages. And you right? don't even wear stilettos. What the hell is no, that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest, James. James, thank you so much for being with us here today. Hey, Michelle. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. Awesome. I am stoked to have you here, but for those special people who may not know who you are, I can say, who are you and what do you love to do? I was born in a band down by the river. <laughs> well, you know, let's, let's shorten it up a little bit to, you know, last six weeks. <laughs> yeah, no. So first, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I, uh, I grew up in a tiny still town outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, population about 6,000 folks. We didn't have much growing up. Dad was a, a worker in the mill and mom uh, served lunches as a lunch mother at the school. And so my first big dream to leave the town was to play college basketball. So I took a scholarship to the University of Cincinnati and then my coach got relieved of his duties, which is a nice way to say he got fired. And I transferred and played out in Hawaii. And so after uh, I, I tore my knee up and after graduation, I moved to Los Angeles, started my career as a uh, stockbroker, worked on Rodeo Drive, have an office on Rodeo Drive, managed the investments of entertainers, pro athletes, a lot of people in Hollywood that folks would know. and. Uh, because of that, I started getting asked to speak. And I remember the first time I got a phone call, guy said, hey, I, I want you to come and speak. My son uh, works in your office. And he said, you did really well and like got all these awards in your first year and all that. And I want you to come speak to my, my folks, my employees. And I said, I don't, I don't speak. Like, what do you, what do you, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he said, well, just, I just would love for you to come and speak for like 40 minutes. And I said, but Thank you, sir, but I don't speak. That's not what I do. And he said, and I'll pay you $5,000. I said, I speak, I speak, I speak, I'm coming. <laughs> and that's how literally I got into this whole speaking thing. I didn't know it was a business. I didn't know that, that there was a chance to do that. Long story short, I've now done over 3,000 paid talks in my career. I've done 2,300 some one-on-one -on -one business consultings and I've written 25 books, have 22 online courses. And now I get to meet cool people like you by doing podcasts and interviews. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. So was it just that you were naturally born awesome at speaking or what was oh, going gosh. on that there was such uh, <laughs> intrigue? No, that's what I try to tell folks. It's not about being a great orator. That's the misconception. Like people are always freaked out. Like, well, I'm not a good speaker. You know, it's not about being like an orator, a speaker. It's about having a message uh, that helps people and you just share it to help people. And by the way, I tell folks, you're doing it already. You just don't think about it. If you sit down and have a coffee, a tea, or a juice with a friend who's going through a tough time and you share some ideas of getting them through that difficult situation, well, you, you do realize that's a message. Or if you talk to your son, daughter, niece, nephew, grandson, granddaughter, and you give them words of wisdom on how to do something in life. Well, that's a message that's called how-to information. If you, like I did growing up in a small town, we would sit on the porch and tell stories about, hey, you remember when? And oh yeah, you remember that? And uh, that's called a story. 
and most people don't think about that. So you're already actually speaking because folks say all the time, well, I'm not a speaker. And I said, well, I'm not either. I'm just a guy who has a message, some stories, some how-to advice of things that uh, I've screwed up in and overcome them or I've did well in. And all I do is I just tell them the same stuff that I would tell my friend over coffee, a tea or juice, tell uh, the wisdom and the how-to advice the same way I'd tell my niece or nephew if I was sitting on a couch with them. And I just tell stories. And we all got that. Nobody ever thinks like they can be paid to do that. Right. So are most people that are going to you looking for kind of aptitude, if you want to put it that way, are they looking to monetize it and use it in business? Are they looking to just kind of better articulate their thoughts? Where are they coming from, to you from? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. It's definitely the first. It's definitely the monetization of it. So it's actually why my logo, if anybody can see the video, I know you can't see if you're listening, but I have a coin for my logo and it's called, my, my business is called Big Money Speaker. Uh, hence, it's not called Little Money Speaker. <laughs> it's called We're Big just Money Speaker. We're speaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, but the reason I chose my, the coin was I always say there's two sides to the speaking. On the one side of the coin, I used to say this all the time. And when I was thinking about a logo, I said, it really should be the coin because that's the core of my message of what I really preach to folks is there's two sides to the coin. On the one side of the coin, you have your message, your information, your story, you're serving the world, making a difference, wanting to change lives. And the unfortunate thing, Michelle, and I, I believe this too, is folks get led to believe that if, I, if that's all you have, you're good. And nothing can be further from the truth because when I believe that, I was so broke, I ended up making $7 an hour in a video store and eating a bunch of top ramen noodles and pasta diluted with diluted spaghetti sauce with water because it would last longer. And I did that for three years because I just thought it was about only the message. And then when I figured out that, oh, wait a minute, there's a flip side to the coin. It's called the business of speaking and how do you profit? How do you get paid to do what you love, which is to serve people and help folks? And so, yeah, it, it's when I started Big Money Speaker 20 some years ago, I said, this is not about teaching you how to deliver a message. You already got the message. You know how I know that? Because you've talked to your friend over coffee or tea, right? Or a juice. You talked to kids. You, you shared something with your family member. You already got a message. Yeah, I'll help you like put it in logical sequence and order, but that'll take me about 10 minutes to teach you that. I said, but the, the entire time I'm going to teach people, how do you really crank this thing? And how do you do well financially doing something you love, which is serving and helping people? And I'd just like to finish with this. It's okay to prosper and profit by doing good. There's nothing wrong with it. People like to have this misconception, like if I'm serving and helping people, I shouldn't be compensated. No, what I will tell you is you deserve to be appropriately and highly compensated for the amazing work you are doing in this world. Absolutely. And to overcome that, I always tell people, do people value what you do? Yes. Well, then let them show you that. Some people yeah. will say thank you and give you hugs and kisses. And some people just want to throw money at you. Let them. <laughs> it's okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I always say this, those who pay, pay attention. Absolutely. So, so when they invest with yourself, with books or coaching or speaking, or whatever they hire you for, then they seem to almost do more. I will say they will because <laughs> we, we know people with pay and still don't do anything. But, <laughs> but, you know, those who pay usually pay attention a little bit more than those who don't. 
Absolutely. And we have, I believe that my listeners are well into kind of, yes, I want to make money at this and this is awesome. They get that part of it. And we'll get into how you help them to do that in a minute. But I want you to go over what are some of the mistakes that people are making other than thinking that they can't or shouldn't make money at it? What are some of the big mistakes that they use that are holding them back? Yeah. And the first is what I alluded to earlier, which was my big mistake. And that is thinking that you have to be a great speaker. You know, because we, we kind of connect that in our brain with, oh, that means that I have to walk in a V. You know, I have to use hand gestures. I have to make eye contact with everybody in a room, right? Or on the Zoom, right? Uh, you know, and I can't go outside the frame, the imaginary picture frame, keep your hands in there. And I'm like, I used to do all that, Michelle, and I would forget what the heck I was supposed to say. <laughs> right. Because I became so like robotic, like, you know, I was like, well, wait, did I take two steps? Do I need to take three? Did I look at everybody on the left equally to the right? I mean, I would get so freaked out by the presentation skills that I was led to believe I needed that I literally would forget my message. And then not only that, I became, you know, not an authentic speaker because I was like, this isn't me. I'm like an actor up here. Weird. Yeah, and so, then you lose your ability to be able to actually connect with people because they're yeah. articulating this weird thing. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Or they're not. They're me. not really like even listening with their brain because they're so fixated on. Man, that dude looks strange up there, like doing what he's doing, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, what I tell folks is, all speaking is, whether it's virtually or in person, all speaking is, is you have a message to say that helps people, and you actually say it to help people. Who cares where your hands are? Who cares if you look at everybody equally? I don't care about any of that. Heck, Michelle, I have fallen off of three stages in my career. <laughs> Literally fallen <laughs> off of stages. And you right? don't even wear stilettos. What the hell no, is that? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, and people are always like baffled. They're like, well, what did you do? I'm like, I got up. <laughs> I just lied there and went, okay, so we're going to look at this from another perspective right now. I know. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, wow, well, that makes sense. I'm like, well, what do you do? You fall down, you get up. Like, I saw I fell off a stage, big deal. Hey, I lost a sister to cancer, to a brain tumor. There are bigger problems in this world than me falling off of a stage and being freaked out. I was actually speaking one time for 11,000 people out here in Las Vegas. And it was the hardest, hardest stage I've ever been on. It was a circular stage. And so the audience was all around you and three levels up. And wow. the you reason like Elvis. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> the reason it's so hard is because you have to constantly spin. You have to look at three level. I mean, it, it's really not an easy venue. And you're really, you really have to think. And the other, now to make it worse, it was dark and they had spotlights on and spotlights on you on stage. It's like you're looking into car lights, right? <laughs> so a little, a little trick is you go to like the, the, the drugstore and you get white athletic tape. They sell it in every drugstore and you put the athletic tape about a foot from the edge of the stage, just a little piece. And that's the only thing you can see when you're on stage blinded by lights. And you know not to step past it. Well, homeboy forgot his tape and, oh. and took a step and boom, just fell down. Like there's, unfortunately, it's like three foot stage, but you should have saw the, the light guy like, hey, where'd the speaker go? We lost him. He disappeared, right? <laughs> and <laughs> so then I got back up and got he on stage. and thinking that he totally bombed. It's like, yeah, oh, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I tell that story to illustrate what I said earlier. You know how many people came up to me after 
and said, man, thanks for sharing your message. You helped me. Or that one story about your sister passing away of a brain tumor ran, really, really taught me that I need to go tell my loved ones that I appreciate them. Nobody cared that I fell off the stage and that I wasn't this eloquent presenter and orator. All they cared about was something that I shared from my life, a story, piece of wisdom, how-to information, help them. And so that's the first big mistake people make is they get all caught up in that I have to be a great presenter. And it's not your fault if you've ever thought that. It's stuff we get led to believe by others out there, especially those who are trying to sell how to be a great presenter packages and programs. Right? Right, so that's the, that's the first thing. Don't just don't be it. Just be you and, and just share stuff that's going to help people. Awesome words of wisdom. So what else do you got for us? What are, what are some of the things that you're helping people with to be better? Yeah, so the, the other thing that's a big one is uh, folks don't understand that it is a business. And it could be very lucrative. You could help a lot of people. You could do well. But if you don't understand the business side of the coin, and that's really what I try to bring to it. You know, it's amazing when I do my big money speaker boot camps, which we haven't actually done for a while because of the whole pandemic situation, uh, which we'll, we're getting back to this year. I'm so excited for the first time. We have eight, 900 people from, oh gosh, 100 different countries that would literally fly in for it. So it's just really my jam. It's like, I get so juiced up to do it. Um, but I start off the entire training by saying this. I say, look, I believe you already know how to talk about a message because you're doing it. You already been doing it your whole life. You just never thought about it. I said, so can we just take that like whole presentation and message thing and put it over here? right over here on a little on, on the on the table in a little box it's not that it's not important we're just going to put it over here for the for the four days and for the next four days can i teach you the flip side of the coin and show you how to get really paid and do extremely well for sharing those gifts that are wrapped up in that box can we do that for the next four days michelle it's crazy every single time the audience erupts into applause like going nuts Right. Because that's that's what we crave. And nobody <laughs> right? taught me that. So that's that's what I'm really on this mission to help people with is how do you how do you get highly paid doing that? What budgets do people have? How do you talk to them about the budgets? All, all these things that I never knew when I was starting. I love that. I love it because so many people in the speaking industry don't do any of this stuff. And this is fantastic. Yeah. So give us an example of one of your Cinderella stories. One of your classes. So, oh, my gosh. I, the first one that comes to mind is Julie. When I met Julie, Julie Carrier, uh, Julie was so broke. She was literally, she lived in Washington, DC. She was literally looking in her couch cushions to find quarters to get on the Metro train in Washington, DC. That's how broke she was. She used to work at the Pentagon making high, not high, but mid six figures, ended up and she taught brain-based learning that's what in neuroscience, that's what she was an expert in. And she quit her job to pursue her God-given mission, which she believed was to help young ladies and teach them that you can be beautiful on the inside. And don't let society dictate what beauty is. Right. Nice. And she's like, that's why I'm here. That's my, so she, she quit her job and thought because she had that message and had the heart and the soul and the spirit that everything magically would happen. Well, within about five months, she blew through her life savings. And literally was broke where she's looking in her couch for quarters to get on the train. She came to my training at the suggestion of a mentor of hers who knew of me. And I didn't know Julie at the time. 
And at the time, my training was $2,500 a person. So it was, it was pretty difficult. She had to spread it over credit That's cards. a lot or, of quarters. Yeah, yeah, a lot of quarters, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take a lot of less bus rides and train there. rides. Hey, and, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you might not want to. <laughs> she paid me in like 4,000 rolls of quarters. <laughs> but um, here's, here's a great lesson. Like uh, I could have very easily said, oh, I feel sorry for you. Come for free. I don't do that. Because those who pay, pay attention. And when those who are invested in themselves, I'm the same way. When I'm invested in myself, I actually pay attention and want to do the stuff. And so if I gifted it to her, she would have still been looking for quarters in her couch. Because mm -hmm. she probably wouldn't have done anything. So she came to the training and her eyes just went, holy cow, I never heard any of this stuff. Wow, I never thought about that I'll be able to fulfill my purpose and mission even more if I actually learned this flip side of the coin. Long story short, Julie quickly, and today is the number one speaker in the world for young girls. She wrote an amazing book, ironically, that I helped position her with. It's called Be Beautiful, B-E-Y-O-U to full, meaning you young lady are beautiful on the inside. And it's all about teaching young girls how to build confidence and self-esteem and don't let you know, these reality stars and society tell you like what's cool and what's not, you know, you are worthy uh, for who you are right now. That's her whole message. And uh, she now commands 15 to $30,000 a speech. She was the only outside speaker in the history of the Girl Scouts invited to come in and talk to them who was not a Girl Scout. She was on the Today Show with her message and her book promoting it. And you ready for this? She went from zero talks to her largest audience. This is crazy. Largest audience was 70,000 people, not 7,000, 70,000, 70,000 people. How? So, Where? How about that? <laughs> it, it was a very big Christian conference that was out in like a big gorge area where they had I was, say, uh, was couple, it a football game like <laughs> they had over a hundred thousand some people wow. there and seventy thousand was in her audience and so the reason i tell that story is she was looking for quarters in her couch chose this is important made the decision to learn the flip side of the coin because mm -hmm. she could have said no no i'm good i got a i got a heart and a mission and i want to serve people i said well you can have that but i can show you a lot of people who have that who are broke and you have to mix that with the business thing. Remember, it's two sides to the coin. I never seen a coin with one side, right? And she chose, this is important, the decision to do that. And now she's able to live her God-given mission in a bigger and better way. And she has served and helped so many more people because of it. That's what I always think about. Right? Yeah, the money's great and all that, but look how many more people you help and impact because of it. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So who do you love to work with? Who are your absolute favorites? Uh, I love to work with people who are not dabbling, who are serious. I tell people, look, look, don't come to me if you ain't ready to make money. And if you have a hang up with money and you think money's evil and you think that the universe is going to give you everything, that, sorry, that ain't the way it works here on planet Earth. We actually need to roll up the sleeves and do some work here. And if you want to, you can do financially well, very extremely well for yourself. Take care of your family, get out of debt, give, give all the money away. I tell you, I don't care. Let's go make millions of dollars for you. I don't care if you keep a cent, give it all away. 
Give it all away if you don't want it, but at least make it so that you can give it away to help feed people, to put roofs on homes or do whatever, you know, build water wells. Okay, do whatever you want. Don't keep the money, but let's go make it because you ain't doing anybody a service by not making it. Exactly. <laughs> go choose where you want to spend it. That's the whole yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like when I was on Secret Millionaire, I, it, this is crazy. So I asked the producers who I became really tight with and are some of my best friends to this day. I said, was there anybody that you ever approached before me and they turned you down for being on the show? And they said, oh, yeah, we had a few. And I said, well, what was the reason? They said, well, well, most of them couldn't do two things. One, they couldn't take a week off from their business to go live somewhere else. I'm like, well, they didn't have a business. They had a job, <laughs> right? Right. And then they said the second reason is they just couldn't justify writing checks for over $100,000 to people. I'm like, well, that's how, why would they call themselves a millionaire? It's business. Yeah. If you can't do that, then you don't know what you're yeah. doing. You need to like revamp how you do your business. I think we need to start a new show there. <laughs> Find yeah. all these people and go, uh, you're not allowed to train people how to do business. Because 100%. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, well, and, and I say, you know, I always said that, thank goodness that I learned this flip side of the coin business stuff. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, it didn't, I mean, that 100,000, I had that back in, in like a month after the show with all the ancillary stuff. And then, you know, I always say, you know, because I knew how to do the business stuff, I knew I'd get that back in no time at all, you know? So, um, uh, and yeah. to me, it's a, it's a serious lack of trust in your own abilities to sure. just know that, well, there's so many things wrong with that, but I'm not going to go into them. <laughs> we could totally analyze that and we'll do our own show later. But right now I really want to dig into this, this ability for people to be able to speak because I think it's paramount. It, mm. it's, to me, it's not just that you have to speak on a stage or you have to go out and be a keynote speaker. It's that when you do an IPO, you have to be articulate. You have to be able to go into a boardroom and be able to have people feel who you are, appreciate you. You do a pitch, you do anything. Anytime you're in front of a group of people that you have to convince them that it's worth working for you or with you or mm -hmm. in the vicinity of you, there are skills there that are so, I don't want to say easy to learn, but it's so paramount that they learn them so that when they go in front of people, they feel confident, they know their message, they can put it across. And then if people say no, you know that they're saying no to the story or, you know, that's just not their gig, which is fine, as opposed to no, because you don't know how to hold yourself in public. Like, Yeah, no, it's great. No, I 100% agree with what you say. I always say the two things that put more money in your pocket than anything else, anything else, how you communicate with a written word, Right. So let's say that you are uh, an authority online and you got a website that talks about courses, books, your services, well, how you communicate with that written word. And the second thing they'll put more money in your pocket than anything else is how you communicate verbally. Mm -hmm. Right. Through Zooms, through challenges, through speaking, through one on one you know, calls, strategy sessions, whatever that looks like for you. But isn't that funny? If you really think logically about it, those are the two things. They're probably the most important thing in almost every business or career. And yet those are the two things nobody puts time, ten, attention, and energy into doing and being coming masterful at it. I just chose 20 years ago when I figured this out, like, well, I need to get really good at that, right? right? And like learn how to communicate. Matter of fact, I actually teach a class with Kevin Harrington, original shark on Shark Tank. It's called Pitch Secrets. Mm -hmm. Kevin uh, approached me about partnering with him on this. You know, Kevin's done $5 billion 
but he was like, he saw me make an offer one time to a group where I made it up 30 minutes before, literally made the offer up. I didn't have an offer. There was no like final thing, like, like we were going to teach a class. give you a word and go rabbits, go sell rabbits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but because I know the structure and the right wording and the right languaging, the right positive triggers to use versus the negative triggers that cause people to resist, I put this together and I went uh, up there when I was not supposed to go up there. Mm -hmm. It literally was, it was kind of funny. Kevin and I were joking about this the other day. He was sitting on stage waiting. He spoke while I was doing this. And then I was supposed to go up and interview him. But I never told him that I was just going to make an offer because he didn't know there was no offer. I was making it up. And so he just stood there on stage and then he just sort of sat on the table because I just started talking to the audience. And he watched me sell $100,000 in two minutes and 37 seconds. And he said, that is the most amazing pitch I've ever seen. It was a $2,000 product, by the way. It wasn't like it was $10. And he said, we need to teach people how to pitch. I'm like, well, you done 50,000 pitches. Yeah, but we sell $30 things. I just watched you sell a $2,000 package for something that you don't even have that you made up 30 minutes before. And I watched people running for it. And how did you do that? I said, well, I, I just know how to communicate the values, the benefits and, and the right words to use and the right words not to use to literally, I could just jump up and sell rabbits. Literally. Right. And, and that's the, that's what you said earlier. It's, it's how you, we communicate in a board to your kids. You know, how do you communicate the right way to where they receive your message differently and they don't touch the hot stove instead of touching the hot stove, right? Or they, they get the message of looking both ways when crossing the street, right? It's all about communication, but isn't that funny? We don't, we don't ever learn this stuff in school. Right. Well, I used to do an exercise with all of our business owners on what their revenue generating activity was. I mean, you get rid of all of the minimum wage jobs, all of the everything. You need to learn how to speak because mm. you're not, even if all you're doing is articulating your vision to your company or to investors or to take on a new company, it's that ability to speak that is your revenue generating activity, which can make you hundreds of thousands in an hour, not just, you know, you're not just selling a $3 thing to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I asked Kevin that one time and I said about, you know, with Mr. Wonderful Leary and Hershevik and Damon John and everybody, I said, what's the number one mistake everybody makes? And they said, well, nobody comes in ever and tells me like Kevin was saying, how, how I'm going to get my money back and how fast as an investor, they all want to come in and tell me about their dang widget. Like, I don't care about the widget. I'm putting money in. Tell me how fast I'm going to get my money back. What percentage rate we could possibly grow at right? And how much I'm going to get back and what time period. And, and isn't that funny? Nobody ever comes from that point. Look at that tiny little communication mistake that like everybody's making. They all come in about their thing instead of about what's in it for the other person. You're preaching to the choir, honey. So I know that our audience is going to love you and want more of you. How did they get more of you? How did they start that journey? Ah, you're too kind. Thank you. Uh, I decided to put, I thought, how can I make a the biggest difference and the best way around the world. And I thought, well, let me take my four day boot camp stuff to where I taught for like 12 hours. Literally, we'll go to midnight, sometimes 15 hours. And how do I take that? And why don't I do that and put that into a book? I've never done like my speaker stuff into a book ever. It was always high priced trainings that people would come to. But I thought if I, most people won't come to a training, especially now after the pandemic. 
Um, most people won't actually start and finish a course online. So I thought, but most people sort of get books and maybe at least flip through it. So I've been working on it, put it into a book. It's over 250 pages of my best stuff. There's no fluff, no nonsense, no BS. It's the same stuff I teach in a seminar. And then I thought, but you know what, how I really impact folks and leave a legacy is if I don't charge for it and I give it away for free with no credit card, you don't have to pay for shipping, nothing. So I, I decided to put it into a digital form. You literally go, you download it. And I don't care if you ever buy anything from us. If you never come to a training, doesn't matter. You got enough in that book to change your direction of your life. And so if anybody would like to have that, and, and by the way, give it away, spread it to all your friends. It's simply free, www.freespeakerbook.com, freespeakerbook.com. And again, you don't need a credit card. It's free. Just It's literally free. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. It's literally free. <laughs> people awesome. think it's like some bait and switch like most people do. Oh, it's free, but you got to pay $7 for shipping. No. It's, it's purposely digital so that I can help the folks in all these other countries that I've been blessed to help over the years. So it's freespeakerbook.com. There you go. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. That is awesome. I have enjoyed your time so much. I can't tell you. However, I do have to ask you this before I let you go. At what point in time did you know that you're a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? Oh, man, I would say it was in college. Uh, in college. Okay, now now I'm letting the cat out of the bag. So none of my uh, <laughs> folks who met me in college are listening. <laughs> all of the names of the guilty will be changed <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you this was probably my first entrepreneurial uh adventure that i did so i used to love boxing i used to love like watching evander holyfield and the old george foreman and like all these big boxing matches and i used to rent the boxing matches on pay-per-view they were 50 dollars, right roughly and so um, I was going to watch one of these big fights one night. It was a Saturday night. I was in the cafeteria of our lunchroom where the, at the school. And we're sitting around a whole bunch of guys. And somebody said, hey, what are you going to do tonight? And then people were saying what they're doing. I said, James, what are you going to do? I said, I'm watching the, uh, the Holyfield George Foreman fight. And they're like, where are you watching that at? I said, in my place. I got on pay-per-view. Right? And they're like, wow, because you know, in college, $50 is a lot of money. Right? right. And they're like, Wow, could I come over? And then somebody else, yeah, could I come over? And just as a joke, Michelle, sure, I said, bucks, yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on over. It's just ten, ten dollars. Oh, no, hey, man, hey I'm more value. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm not kidding. I was joking, right? I literally said it with a straight face as a joke, right? I said, yeah, come on over. It's just ten dollars. Bring all the beer, chips, and everything you want. Just ten bucks. Right. And, and, I, and I, they bring the alcohol. You were yeah. smart. <laughs> but I forgot about it. I didn't lay. I was just joking. Well, oh, five hours later, there's a knock at my door. And there's like four guys. I'm sorry, five. No, it's probably about eight guys that came in. And they all had, they walk in, they all had me 10 bucks. And I'm thinking, I just shut up. I was just like, okay. <laughs> and and I'm, now, now I'm doing the math. I'm like, eight guys times $10. That's $80. The fight was 50. I'm profiting $30. Wait a minute. Let me point that out. Yeah, yes. They brought the alcohol and the chips. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm on to something, Michelle. Right? You ready for this? Mm. The next month, there was another fight. So now, what do I do? I print up flyers. What do I do? I, get, I move all of the furniture out of the apartment, and I go around campus passing flyers to everybody. 
I had about a hundred people in our place. Let's say a thousand bucks, fifty dollars for the fight. I made like nine hundred and fifty dollars. Nice. That's my entrepreneurial. That's where it started. That's why I knew I was on to something. I got to it. Yeah, and the last thing I'll say, you know, it was crazy. I used to sit there as I'm looking at all these folks in my place, crammed shoulder to shoulder. I'm thinking, how dumb are they? They can get five people together, all chip in 10 bucks, sit on couches and lounge out, but they're all in here. I'm like, what are they thinking? And so I used to do that every month. Every month I would get the fights in charge. That was my entrepreneurial you know, beginnings. <laughs> well, you didn't realize it. It was about the experience. They're like, yeah, I could totally do this at home. But this I don't know if it was legal what I was doing, but <laughs> matter of fact, I got to tell you this one time, I, there was a knock at the door and there's, and, and then somebody says, Hey, campus police is out there. I'm like, Oh, so I go and I open the door and we must've had, you know, I don't know, 80 guys in there. Like the fights were getting ready in the campus. Police, hey, is this, are you the guy doing this fight thing? I was like, yes, officer, I am. They're all oh, great. And they walk in, they hand me 10 bucks and they came in. I'm like, I even got the police in here paying me 10 bucks. This is good. <laughs> Security showed up. <laughs> when they walked in and they handed me 10, them. they're on duty, but they wanted to watch the fight. So they paid 10 bucks and came in. I'm like, this is fantastic. Clearly, I have so much to learn from you. <laughs> I have so much to learn from the college you, let alone <laughs> adult you. <laughs> I'm so glad I never got busted. <laughs> Awesome. Again, it has been spectacular. Thank you so much. Any last words for our peeps? Oh, yeah. I, I will say, look, there's three things that we all need to do. Number one is mindset. It's not pie in the sky, wishful thinking. It's just changing the way you think, thinking like an entrepreneur on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. But that's not enough. It's a triangle. Number two, it's skill set. You got to go out and get skills, right? You got to learn things. We can't just like hope for things. Hope is not a strategy. We can't wish for things to happen change your mindset, but then you got to go get skills, but that's not enough. It's the third part. It's mindset. It's skill set. Number three, get off your assets and get moving. Here's my words of wisdom. <laughs> I love it. That was awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And peeps, thank you for being here with us today. We love to help you scale your business. So share this with your friends, subscribe on your favorite podcast thing, and uh, come join us again next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.